are now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may now be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. of the secret world MMO. How are you? Hopefully you're having a blast of a summer in the best of sense. You're enjoying the game. You're enjoying the heat because, you know, before you know it, it's going to be the dreaded snow and shoveling and all that jazz. Yeah, you guessed it. Uh, I'm in Canada, so <laughs> that's what's in store for me. Uh, hopefully you're not going to have the same problem, but we are here to talk about the Secret World MMO. Um, maybe you recognize my voice. I am Antida. Hello to all of you out there in TSW Twitterverse or Verse, I should sh- I should say. Sorry, it's my first day with my new tongue. Um, with me tonight... I have Griff. Hello. I have Jingy. Hey guys. I have Barry. Hello. And we have Jack. What's up, yeah? What's up, what's up, what's up, How are you all? I'm just doing just fine. Drowning in Texas water. Uh oh. It's Uh-oh. been raining like nonstop for a week. That's good for Texas. No, it's not. Holy smokes, we've been having fires here because everything's so dry. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's either way too much or nothing. Well, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) It's both entirely too warm and entirely too stormy here. So, yay. Oh, maybe that's even the worst of the combination. (laughs) Do you get a lot of thunderstorms? We've been getting more this year than we usually do. And it's it's always when I'm at work. And then they say there's going to be hail, and then I worry about my car, so... Yay! Oh, no. (laughs) Thanks. It's okay so far, you know, it's the important thing. Yay, fingers crossed for the rest of the stormy weather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so hi to everyone on our live Twitch stream. Hello, hello, good peeps. How are you spending your days in TSW? Hopefully you are spending at least some of the time in TSW um, in Fusang. So yeah, we're going to be talking about Fusang. We're going to be talking about... We're going to be talking about uh, the rebirth. That's how we dubbed it. 
but uh, we're going to see during the show <laughs> if it's a rebirth or not. Uh, of course, we're going to be announcing uh, the winner of our first contest. Um, the, for that particular contest, you were supposed to let us know who reanimated the scarecrows on Solomon Island. And of course, this question was paused uh, to the community by Joshua Deech, aka Scrivenomancer, who was the lead writer for The Secret World. And we do have a winner. Stay tuned. We're going to be announcing the winner a bit later on. Uh, but of course, the major, major, major thing that happened recently was the Fusang update. We do have two uh, resident PVPers. So, Jag and Vary, what do you guys think about it? I am enjoying it so far. I have a couple of concerns, but I am having fun with it. So that's all that really matters to me right now. Um, I don't think it's a good environment for healers. I don't think it's much fun as a healer. Um, there's a big question mark over kill counts for healers as well and I think it's gone back to probably the way it was issue 12 um, for healers so from a healing point of view um, it's uh, there's there's no love there for healers I'm I... sure it's a damage dealer I'm sure it must be great fun but as a healer it's very very difficult I do have a question though, like, I, whenever I used to heal in PvP, I, I noticed that I, I wasn't even getting, like, kill counts either. How, do they just not get kill counts in general? Well, we, we, this is the thing, nobody's actually, unless I've missed it somewhere in the forums, nobody's actually be able to um, tell me the algorithm or the, the process or the formula on how kills get counted for healers. Is it the same person in your group? Um, is it the person you're closest to in the vicinity? Um, it, it's just not happening. It, it's just not happening. Uh, or, or it is happening, but there's no rhyme or reason to it getting the count. So I've been in a few times to Fusang and never actually got my quests completed because of wow, that. Wow, not so, even one? Nope. Mm. I've had two, sorry, one. I got one completed and I was in there for three hours. Now, okay, something must have gone amiss there because I have to tell you, I've been in saying a whole bunch of times, every single time as a healer. I've been healing, I've been getting completions. Now, I can't compare it to a DPS. I haven't DPSed in order to see whether I get more completion as a DPS because that would seriously, you know, take me off. But uh, as a healer, I had quests complete. I was getting the kill counts. Um, I, I was getting mission completions for capping uh, facts. So I know a couple things about the kill credit uh, formula, I believe, which is uh, kill credit is only awarded to healers if it's the kill is awarded to the DPS that is in your group, not your raid group. And it's also like a vicinity thing, but I don't know the actual range. The vicinity, the range, yeah. I, I, the range seemed pretty good, though, when I was trying to heal in there, because I would be like, 
outside a facility with by myself, and then somebody inside the facility facility would get killed, and I'd get a kill credit. So, I don't know. I, I, I had I that happen know, as well. I, yeah. I just know that it was like this before the 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 last issue before this one, um, that there was a problem with the counts for healers, and there there was points where I would just go in and DPS to get my um, missions done and then go back to being a healer and then issue 13 came in and um, it seemed to change everything and healers were getting kill counts really quite uh, um, regular um, but this um, change has gone back to the way it was before for healers and and that's what I suspected Jack because that's what we said before uh, last year that you're DPS has to be in your group to get the count um, and you have to be in the vicinity but we don't know where that is Um, but the other thing there is as well is that as a healer you're then going to have to follow the regroup that you've got um, round which to, to get the missions done which doesn't entirely it's not entirely possible sometimes so there is there is the fact that you can move groups now um, and again I don't know if this is a facility that people are aware of in PvP because I went into to Fusang and there was three healers in one group and there was three groups and I'm like okay we need to swap healers around here but uh, like everything nobody talks um, there's very little communication um, so I end up I ended up in a group with uh, two other people so that's not good from a team point of view either. If I'm following two people around as opposed to the rest of the raid group. I don't know. My experiences uh, do not come even close to yours, Very as a healer. You have been a healer since day one. Um, I have not. I've only recently started healing. But uh, from my experiences in Fusang uh, since the new update... Um, uh, there were times where we had two groups or like not even full two groups uh, to full two groups, so 10 players. And then the player base would increase in Fusang, uh, especially when an event was announced. There were times where we had upwards of four, I think, groups. You're right in that we need to swap around but i don't even ask i just i just pick one and just swap with them uh do i okay if people swap with you unfortunately the last few times of no (laughs) yeah i was i was lucky uh i think only once uh i actually remembered to uh, to write to the person to tell them things for you know switching this is why i switched right but um when it comes to yeah it see it's i haven't had i guess it's because i don't have your level of experience with issues that have been there before i noticed something that really bugs me and that's the health bars that bugs me 
auntie to get used oh, to that. It's yeah. been like that for years. I know. For, I know. Since <laughs> we've lost started. raid group. We've, we had the raid group bug there where we where, where certain factions lost I the entire am, yeah. raid groups. That's been ongoing. We've had the HP the health bug, which has been ongoing for years. And I have I can I've, I have said to Tilty a few times on the show about this, and I've been assured that it's on their priority list. But this is it's it's terrible um, that this has gone on for so long um, you can spam and heals on somebody when they're full health and you just don't know it exactly as a healer, yeah and you know as a healer you you've well because I've healed for so long I've just I've just gotten used to it um, and I've done things that uh, if people re-equip they can re-equip a piece of gear it yep. fixes it um, or if you die and run away out of vicinity it fixes it but you shouldn't have to be doing this and we've been doing this for years and in ED and Fusang it's not so so bad because you can run well out of the distance and then reset it and then come back in again but in likes of ED and Stonehenge it's just it, it becomes be a, a game real changer. problem yeah, yeah. exactly because the thing is you see two uh, two of your players in a five-member uh, five group whose health is like orange to to red. And if you're not that used to, if you're not that experienced as you are very, you kind of freak out. And you start hitting off like the biggest uh, heals that you have. And like you said, you just waste them. And then the rest of the group, including those two that you just wasted all your best heals on, everybody start, everybody's health starts coming down and you only have like, you know, startup heals, so to speak, builders and barely any resources. And it's like, no, and you're absolutely right. It can be a game changer, especially in Stonehenge. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've actually, in Shambhala, Shambhala Fusang, over the last few years, I've actually, I was taking screenshots every time I was going into a raid group um, with bugged HP bars because it got ridiculous to the stage where everybody in the group, except for me, had a bugged raid bar, uh, HP bar, and it, was, it wasn't even half health, it would range from 25% health, 50% health, yeah. 75%, 60% health, it would be all different varying levels and I'm looking at it thinking, so who do I heal? Yeah, I know. <laughs> myself. It's like yeah. let's wait to see who starts dying. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then what happens is you start, you start. Then I mean, I I don't even look at uh, scores in PvP. Jack will be the same as a healer. You don't look at scores in PvP. You don't even look at the game, uh, uh, the screen. You're constantly looking at those health bars because that is your focus of the game. And if yeah. you're not getting the right data from those health bars, then that that's that's a problem for you as a healer. You cannot fulfil the role that you're trying to 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 play, and it takes a certain element of fun out of it as well. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't encountered it uh, to that point that everyone's everyone in the group had oh, well, uh, no, messed up health. No, yeah. <laughs> come. Don't worry, Antida. And but you'll go. Yeah. You know what? That's what Veri was talking about. To go. Yeah. To go back to Fu saying. I have to say, I'm really, really, really liking it. Uh, first off, I really think 
and I'm giving it two thumbs up for the merger of yes. battle groups. Yes. That I think uh, was a good call. And to tell you the truth, even with like 20 people per side, uh, or at least I can say that, but uh, a lot of people in Fusang, because I've seen lots and lots of numbers, um, my lag was not there nearly as much. And I was able to heal. I've never had, I've never hit a lag to that point that it affected the heals where, you know, people started dying because I, I couldn't heal. Once I think everything got really, really slow, but we had that while we were doing the raid as well. Everything kind of stopped for like three seconds and everybody was wondering what the heck was going on. So the lag that I was dreading was going to be present in Fusang, for me at least, it's not there. And I don't have like the best of rigs. Uh, I play on an MSI laptop. And by the way, someone was asking me what the, what the specs are on it. Uh, I'm sorry, I completely missed the DM. I will reply to that. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like how, how are your experiences with the lag? Because that was one of the major concerns that uh, PVPers had with this merger. Can, can I jump in really quick on Go the battle group merging? Just for me, not just getting more people in there, but do you know how many times even we were trying to do show, uh, show stuff? And I couldn't come to Fusang with you guys because oh, I'm off yeah. on Leviathan yeah. and I was in the other battle group. So, for people that had people in the other battle group, that's really, really nice that they can actually, we can actually play with each other now. I, I do have a question though. Did they remember to take off the 20 player cap from the event? Uh, they must have done that because there's been more than 20 players okay. in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a concern I had as well after the event because it took them six months the last time to remove that from Fusang yeah. <laughs> after the first year anniversary event. Um, so, uh, so yeah, kudos to 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 Funcom for for doing that. But I imagine they did that along with the implementation of the new issue as well in mm -hmm. Fusang. So, uh, if that new issue wasn't coming coming out. Uh, who knows maybe how long it would have taken but going back to the mergers i think a thumbs up for the merger as well i think that's been the, probably the best thing that's come out of fusang um for me because i've been in voice i've been in Teamspeak, uh sorry in discord the last week or so with some very enthusiastic germans who have come over <laughs> oh from, awesome from from um yeah because um yeah uh there's, they've yeah they've been very enthusiastic in Fusang, and they've been in you, here. But let, let me ask you this: Do you speak German? I don't. Well, I do. I do, and I don't. But it must I, have I, been I, fun for you. I, 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 I speak. I speak. I speak. Um, I speak PVP German. Scheiser. Ich bin tot. Scheiser, yeah, ich bin tot and Scheiser lag. Um, I read your forum post, I'm sorry. Yeah, Heilung, Heilung is the other one that they used, because I used to heal them all in ED uh, years and years ago, um, and I got used to, to, to the, the, the language, the German, some of the German words, of course, in PvP. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 
emphasizing when I'm in voice, I'm in with them, and there's, they're very enthusiastic. Um, I mean, you hear the words like Jaguar coming up quite a lot, so I kind of know who that is. Um, and yeah, yeah I've been given Pogo some shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nice. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, so that's been quite funny because they're now all getting because um, a few of them were in Battle Group A and a lot of the the German players were in Battle Group B because that was the the, the German server. Um, so it's been very entertaining to hear. That there's been about four or five of them in in voice, infosang, coordinating, and. Um, really in, uh, having a lot of fun and they're in there for about three or four hours at night it's not just in to do the quests and to do the missions in and out again they are in there for most of the evening so so the merger has been a great source of entertainment for me anyway it's, yeah because you recognize a lot of names probably from the forums uh, from the pvp sub forum from, from ed and, and stonehenge as well yeah I mean. exactly and it's great to be able to play well not only on the same side but on the opposite sides as well like that um is there like a public team speak that people can go to play um pvp on no, that, that oh, okay. no, no. Um, PVPers also have their own cabals. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we, we, um, we, I'm not sure that would be a good idea. No, no, it's been, it's been quite, in, there's been times when there's a lot of us being in a team speak. Uh, I had a Templar PVP team speak for about three years. Um, where we used to, 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 it was a communal Templar t PvP team speak, um, where we all used to meet. But, I mean, we used to always have a lot of dragons in there and a lot of Illuminati in there as well. And that used to get quite funny because um, we'd be PvPing against each other. And you can't really talk tactics when there's other people in there. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I mean, it's even got to the point sometimes when I've been playing with them um, with Zoo. Um, if we've been in the same uh, room as each other, I've actually had to hide my screen to stop him looking <laughs> over my shoulder <laughs> to see to see where I am. Um, you know what I did? What, yeah. <laughs> I did something similar. I went on Twitch uh, before I, as I was loading into the game, I wanted to see who was uh, live streaming from the game. And uh, I think Jimmy the Rabbit, he was live streaming from Fusang. <laughs> He's a dragon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I was like, oh, 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 where are they now? So I was fine on them. You've I got all I didn't say anything in like in the Templar chat, right? <laughs> but it's just like, okay, well, let's go sell facility now. <laughs> and he's getting sneaky. Ah, <laughs> oh, dirty play. Hey, 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 that hey, wasn't hey. one of the things I was streaming. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's yeah, you utilize anything you can in PvP. That's that's impressive, Antita. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My Padawan. Well, watch out, Jimmy. Watch out, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, that's no, every time every time Jack goes in 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 uh Fusei, he'll be like <laughs> asking Jimmy, Are you live streaming? <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. I stop. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good idea. <laughs> as, as for um, as for the lag, um, 
Uh, I haven't experienced the lag yet, but I mean, I'm just back. I mean, I've spent six weeks playing Secret World with one to two FPS. So um, anything more than... Oh, for you, this is heaven now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it's 10 FPS, that's like a new game for me. So... um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I wasn't playing a lot over the time that I was away because of the FPS problem. So uh, yeah, so I've not really, um, I can't really comment on, I've not seen it. The problem I have at the moment is, is if you're going in there and, as a healer, it's it's not. I mean, in, in ED and Stonehenge, you have a cap on the players there. So as a healer, you know how many players you have to heal. And Fusang as a healer is a completely different beast because you could be one healer with 20 people. Yep, that's true. You know, and that's where you start to, you know, and then you start to prioritise, okay, who's the priority people that you need to heal? But then you also have to think, well, who are the people I need to heal to get my missions completed? See, I wasn't even thinking along those lines, but usually when I was the lone healer, it was very easy for me to heal because we would be moving as one entity. So, yeah, so the majority, at least, of the players would be going together. And, uh, you know, it was very easy to counter the opposition when the, and even if it wasn't, um, if it was like, you know, we would die, including me. Um, it was fun. It was fun. And I wasn't looking at anything else. Like I wasn't even paying attention to whether I'm getting mission completions or anything. I was just ready like to dive back into the fight. And I realized, holy crap, I'm all maxed out on bullion. Uh, I'm up there with the, with the mops. So something must have been finishing. <laughs> heard that i mean from like i say from from listening to to the guys and i have gone in and and healed them in fusang which has been quite funny um they have been saying that the the black bullion and the the is it keeps on rolling in but i have a i just have a from my experience in fusang recently i have it wouldn't bother me if i was getting focused if I was having to heal just two or three people the fact is I'm not getting my missions completed mm-hmm. and that's um, as much as I love PvP I also would like the black bullion to be able to buy stuff you know um, yeah because as a healer you rely on someone else in order to get uh, yeah. your missions completed yeah so so um, there, yeah I might the the forum post that I put in on Fusang and and the PvP forums is is mm. how I'm where I am at the moment. I think it, it's fantastic, and I do think the success of Fusang lies with the players now. Um, yeah, we need to keep it populated, so we need to to keep on going in there. That's it. So one other thing that changed is the automatic mission giving. Yeah, uh, you yeah. probably noticed that uh, the only mission you basically now actually take is the underdog, and you can Which only take it. You can only take it uh, if the custodian is not where it's supposed to be. Good luck. Go ahead, Jack. Oh, well, no. Well, you mean you can't pick it up if the custodian's not at its spot? Well, yeah, that, that wouldn't matter because 
you can't start a custodian if it's already a cust- if you already have a custodian. No, no, no. no so. But you have to pick up the mission in order for the mission to successfully complete. If you don't have the mission, it doesn't complete for you. Yeah, it's always been the case. I guess what I'm saying is, it's always been that. You, I mean, you can't. I mean, by the time your cast dies, you go pick up the mission and then you start another cast. That's kind of how it works, I guess. Because mm. yeah. Although the one the one thing with the underdog mission that I don't like is in issue 12 they moved it from being picked up in forward operations base to being at the cast. I really think it should be back in forward operations base because there's lots of shards between forward operations base and even getting to any well. You know, each side has a couple shards. Well, the dragon only have one. Um, in their pathways. Yeah. Um, fucking <laughs> good. cheaters. Yeah, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, most of the shards are up at the Templar, but there's like 12, five up there. Five, five. Up there. There's like four at the Lumis and one at the Dragon. It's absurd. Yeah, yeah. It's like fun. Oh. Can you? Can you? I mean, I I know balancing abilities is hard, but can you balance where objects are even placed? Come on. Um, what? But yeah. Thrusag has been a lot of fun. Uh, Very is absolutely right that we just need to keep going in there to keep it populated and keep people going in there. Um, I guess my one kind of concern with it is that I think they did more to encourage Zerging than has ever been the case in Thrusag. Um, By consolidating the fights in certain locations, people just Zerg there and I don't I don't really or I haven't seen much incentive most of the time to you know spread out and attack multiple things at once and do that because yeah I don't know zergs are that that makes sense I I have been seeing comments recently from a few other pvpers saying that it's already gotten back to like one-sided pvp playing but I like it depends on the time of day yeah probably but um like at EU primetime, mid-afternoon US, it's great, right? But um, Zergs are frustrating. What, what is your take on that, Vary? Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I, the one thing you learned as a dragon of Fusang was stealth and sneakiness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, because there was never ever the numbers, but I'll tell you, I've been seeing a lot of dragons. In fact, yeah, actually, somebody actually said in, in the voice chat, one of the Germans, uh, in English, they said, I've never seen so many dragons in one place at one time ever. Nice. <laughs> and, and it was like this sea of green, um, sea of green tracksuits. And, um, uh, but I think uh, it takes away a little bit of the tactical play, I think. Yeah. I, I wonder. That's what Jags take it, it, it's saying. I think it's the tactical play of it. Also, um, I, I don't like when I'm off taking wells for my team, and then a group of twenty Lumis or Temps just comes to one well together instead of you know spreading out and taking wells yeah. in pairs of two or three, which is honestly a better strategy. But <laughs> says you. <laughs> well, it, it, it is because you get the well so much faster, and a group of two or three can take out one dragon easily right it, i mean for taking a facility sure if it's defended yeah zerg it right but i don't know i don't see any point or reason for 20 of one faction to go to a single well 
but equally so, Jag, I think there's 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 kind of like a couple of things going on there. There's the pack mentality of Zergen. Um, Fucking Illuminati, dude. <laughs> can, 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 I, I, can I ask something? Yeah. Or do you want to finish first? I was just going to say, there's just a couple of things. The, the pack mentality, I think every faction's guilty of it. I don't care. I mean, every I've been in every single faction and it's happened in every single faction. So it's just a pack mentality. Um, I think people think there's safety, safety in numbers as well. Um, so there's no oh, chance of getting all, killed. All of this is true, but that's why I think it would have been nice if Funcom did things with the gameplay to encourage the opposite. If that, I, if that. Well, I was also going to add as well. It's we've probably got a lot of new players, hopefully coming in, who are unique, unique characters, not our recycled alts. Um, so if we've got a lot of unique players coming in, then they might not really necessarily understand at this point in time the tactics of, of the PvP in, in Fusang. So running in a pack um, is, is Makes probably them feel the safer. safest. It's the safest thing for them as well. So, uh, But I agree with Jag. I think um, maybe once it starts to move out over the next few weeks, months, there yeah, might be we'll a little bit more in, kind of individual. Yeah, I mean, often, often hang, hang on, hang on, yeah. hang on. Uh, Griff, what did you what did you want to ask? Before we move too far off. Before we go too far away. Uh, Very actually hit almost exactly what I was going to say. I was going to ask if they thought some of that might be because with the updates and especially with the messages, uh, the worldwide messages when groups are consolidating, if it might just be new players who don't really know what they're doing. So they run where everybody else is. Exactly. And, and can can I just quickly say as well, when I was on my 1-2 to two FPS when I was away on holiday, I was actually doing some PvP in another game. And I'd never played PvP in another game because I was getting FPS, better FPS rate on this for some reason. And I had to have my fix of a, a PvP. Uh, and when I was playing PvP in this new game, I actually re- I was, went back to being a noob. I didn't understand what was going on with the PvP. I didn't have the right gear or anything. And it actually gave me a bit of a reality check for PvP in Secret World because it made me realise how difficult it is for a new player. It took me back again to how difficult it is um, to be a newer player in PvP when you just don't know what you're doing. Um, so that that was a bit of a, a good reality check for me. So... Yeah, it could be there's newer players coming into Fusang, and I hope that's the case. Well, it is. I had an interesting encounter in Fusang. This is kind of a bad thing, but I don't... So, I was in my leech tank build, right, and I was fending off a few Templar, I think, and one of the Templars apparently was a newer player, and they posted a message in general basically saying, like, that Jagger guy is unkillable, and then I like rage quit Fusang, and I tried sending them a tell, and they had already logged off. So I don't know. I think it's we are getting some new players, but I think it is frustrating for them at the same time. 
Oh, absolutely. I, I totally. Well, if it was anything like my experience in another game, I, I'm still. I, I can. It's very difficult after four years to kind of go back the way. Yeah. So this was kind of a bit of a, a good thing for me to go back the way in another game and just realise just how helpless I actually felt. I, I was apologising to everybody. Um, because and and what was funny as well is I saw I saw the same old complaints in PvP that 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 we seem to churn out in Secret World as well. So it's it's a universal thing. A lot of the stuff that we talk about, it's not just Funcom. It's universal. I think it's just PvP. Okay, let me ask you guys this: You have been around PvP in this game for a long time. You've probably seen. Uh, some names come make a name for themselves in PvP and then disappear because of one reason or another. Have you started seeing some of those names come back and test the waters again in PvP? Absolutely. Yes. Do they like stick around or have they already moved away? Uh, well, I mean, this wasn't Maybe necessarily because of Fusang, but I think Fusang helped, but. It's a bit too early, maybe, to see Antida. Yeah, it's too early to see if they stick around. But, I mean, talk about one of the biggest PvP names on the Lumia side ever. Um, somebody recently returned to the game, and who knows how long they'll stick around. I'm betting maybe two more weeks, but, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people who have come back to check things out recently. Depends. People get burnt out a lot. Well, Fusang for PvPers was the the the, the holy place. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it was that people got burnt out and left. It's that Fusang died, and yeah, so pretty much. They, they had they had nothing to do. They had no interest yeah. in PVE. They didn't want to stick around for random Eldorado and Stonehenge pops. So, you know, and th they had no choice but to move to another game. And that's why Fusang was the holy place for PvPers. It always has been, and it always will be. And it's always it's a place where a lot of us learned how to PvP, and it's a place where a lot of us learned our builds, and it's a place where a lot of us actually had conversations with other PvPers because yeah. you have the time to do that in Fusang. There's no time limit. Um, well, you used to now, and now it's a little bit fast-paced when it's twenty v twenty v twenty, but. <laughs> But yeah, exactly. But yeah, there might be different. But there's different points where that kind of comes down again, yeah. and then you can have conversations with people. And then there's there's the general chat, which is usually quite funny. <laughs> it's quite yeah. But there's a lot of comedy goes on in the general chat. Nice. And people kill you when you're trying to type in the general chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happened to me. I can vouch for that. And I was so concerned as to what I was, the response that I was writing, that I didn't even notice that someone was killing me it's like hello moment i just died and it was like what the hell <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um and and even just little you know tips uh, uh, tricks of the trade it's things like you know if you're a, 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 a trying to flip an anima well and you're the only person there and you get killed by 20 lumi don't respawn back at that anima well yep you know, it's just a lot of people, new like people that. especially, they won't know that you can actually exactly. choose yeah. well, right? Exactly. So. And and I and I wouldn't want you know newer players to 
keep on getting completely ganked by by 20, 20 Templars or Lumis or Dragons when they yeah. could just actually swap to another well because I, and I've done that so yeah. many times. So. But you know what? Key is, as you've pointed out several times uh, in today's uh, podcast, um, communication. For any faction, it's important to co- not only to coordinate uh, your efforts, but also for new players to learn the tricks of the trade, to learn what to do and why to do it, right? So any new player who comes in, regardless of whether you have a question or you just want to blow off some steam because someone keeps on (laughs) popping you at that well, you know, express that frustration. And then the rest of your team is going to be like, well, you don't actually have to zone back there. You don't have to keep on <laughs> spawning back at the like, same well. So you will learn. <laughs> yeah, you'll learn. Some people, they just want to learn everything by themselves. Some people are not shy asking questions. Some people ask about the most silliest of things what seems to others like a really silly thing but that's how they learn and for the most part uh on the templar side i'm a templar so i can only say this for the templars when someone had some sort of question or they would just say hey i know this is a new update but what the heck is going on (laughs) i just don't know i haven't read the update notes or people just respond and no one's like, go and read them, here's the link. Everybody just responds, the gist of it. And there's communication. So, yeah, let's continue doing that. I hope that all the other factions are doing the same thing. There's not, I, there's... Can always, I can always pull out my story again that when I was first starting the game, the first player who approached me when I was running around um, faction headquarters, had no idea what I was doing, was a PvPer. Oh Just, yeah, I remember. Hey, yeah. Like, hey, you're new. You know, you're doing okay. Hit me up if you ever want to learn PvP. Yeah, we always want to talk. <laughs> you always want to get more more flesh blood in pvp that's people, it people keep on saying <laughs> that but can i just say there's a i can just say with the equal footing buff there's a there's a lot of pveers that come in to 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 um to pvp and they can hold their own if not better than some of the pvpers that have been in there for years so um, like I said, equal footing buff. If you know how to use that, then that's you know, by all means, yeah, you, you're going to you're going to survive in there. And, and like I said, a lot of them do quite well in PvP. Yeah, so, you don't have to be in purples at all. Nope. You don't need one freaking single purple. All right. <laughs> Just as a side note. Uh, like seasoned PvPers are actually grinding elite dungeons in order to get blue gear because it is better than whatever there is <laughs> in purple gear. The other the other thing is as well is that um, a lot of PvPers are now not necessarily investing in their PvP gear; they're investing in their PvE gear because. It's just, it's, there's no point in spending the black bullion on the PvP gear because of the equal foot and buff. I mean, it depends on what level you're at, and there's a lot of PvPers quite miffed about the fact that the equal foot and buff came in because it rendered some of the gear that they had been grinding for 
a long time um pretty much um not worthless but less valuable than blue gear so but a lot of the pvpers now are concentrating on a lot more on the augments from shambhala not the augments the signets from the signets from shambhala and the augments so if you're a pve and you want to come into pvp don't be put off by your gear um but you might want to think about augments and signets yeah I, I don't know, like, see, I'm, I'm not a PvPer at all, and every time, like, I try PvP, it scares the shit out of me. So, like, what kind of, oh, like, Oh, man, augments? we should all go into Fusang. No, 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 let's not, let's not. What? Fusang is a, is a really nice place right now. Because the thing is, you always, just follow the group. Follow the group, you learn. So sit, sit on my couch, Jenny. What scares you about PvP? Well, it's the fact that I just, like, immediately die all the time. Oh, well, well, well. Well, yeah. Well, the good news about that is it doesn't cost you anything to repair. I know, right? So, so, so that's the good news. If you if you're dying all the time, then I suggest you maybe put some... This I think this is another thing is as well about PvP is... And I think I've said this a few times in the show... As a healer, you can't always necessarily come in with your PvE heal build into PvP. You do need some defense stats, some death stats, or survival stats. So yeah. you can't come in all crit rating and crit power. You can do that if you're a really... Um, I've seen some really experienced... I've done it before in Stonehenge. I've gone accidentally gone in with a, my New York grade build. Um, and uh, you... You can, and you probably healed the bejesus out of everybody. <laughs> well, well, well I, I did, but it's only because I know the positioning. See, in PVE healing, is very it can be very static sometimes. Um, with mm -hmm. PVP healing, you are constantly moving all the time and line of sight, and you're on, always having to keep you know yourself into the line of sight, yeah. distance, trying to keep um, people, your team healed up. Um, and a lot of healers, and 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 I'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> freaking out <laughs> because everybody's at full health, but there is that one person whose health is dropping rapidly, and you're like, what the fuck? Why? Where are they? Where are and they? then you 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 try to find them. You, you realize they're like way over there, and you make a beeline for them because it's like they're not dying. Oh no, they're, <laughs> they're going not to die. gonna die no. on my watch. Yeah. No. And no, then it's like sometimes you're lucky, right? Sometimes you get there and they're dead, and then you know everybody gangs on you and you're dead. Oh no, dead. no, they, they die. And the group is probably going like, "What the hell is she doing?" Well, no, no, well, no. I, I, I must admit, they'll die because I, 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 I the greater good of the team, not one player. That's that's the way I see it. So I run back and forth, back and forth like crazy, like crazy. That's why I don't pay attention to anything else. Like I, I just know that I'm getting black bully and I'm getting mops <laughs> because I keep on being, you know, all uh capped up and it's like well i keep on i even went and i bought a whole bunch of signet bags um <laughs> because i had nothing else to spend it on or you know i didn't want to be upgrading the gear at this point in time and whatnot i still i can still do that but it was just funny 
It's like, yeah. why the hell are you dying? Not uh, on my watch. I'd say, Jenny, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you feel like you're dying a lot, then you might want to invest in some death stats and get some... Uh, well, I know I run wait, block. Wait, would it just be block or would it be like other things? Because, see, I, I haven't... I've been lazy. I haven't even looked at the like PvP forums, and I probably yeah. Did. I mean, I, I run block and and mine. Um, but the, I know th the some... thing with block is if you're gonna run block yeah. as as your defensive stat, you're gonna want at least like one k to feel any amount of yes. difference. Yes. And that that takes up a lot of a lot of your stat pool, right? So, um, I mean, you could you could do that. You could run like twelve hundred block would be good, or you could run like I don't know 800 defense rating or some yeah, magic def, protect def, yeah and and then also uh, most of the melee weapons have defensive cooldown abilities and those those are super uh, nice even if you're not running defensive stats uh, the thing is though Jenny if if as a healer you can't heal if you're dead. So even you know if you're yep, managing heal yourself first. Ex well, it's absolutely. There's a priority list. Um, if if you if you um, are still alive, even if you're putting out not like I was going to say like a minimal amount of healing. If you're just new into the game into PvP, and you run high a lot of block and you don't feel like you're healing as much as you could, at least you're still alive and you're still healing at some some amount which is better than nothing at all and feeling demoralised and ending up leaving because you don't feel like you're doing anything. So, and then what happens is the more experienced you become, you'll find that you can then start dropping a lot of stuff and replacing it, maybe more with crit rating. Um, and, and then you, you start to get a bit more confident about what you're doing. So mm -hmm. you want to start off, first of all, if you're a new healing in PvP with some element of survivability, so that you're then able to stay alive and learn how to use line of sight uh, and you're in looking at the distance and I know that I have um, I have my interface um, I can't remember what it is in the settings but where my and my targets are all they go green when I highlight them so I know exactly who mm -hmm. I'm healing and where they, where yep. they are um, so so I have that I mean there's certain little tools that you can use to do that so. Um, so you might want to start with survivability first of all. Are you then... a healer? Or... Well, like I would want to be a healer, but the thing is, is that the the kill count doesn't change, and that that's what frustrated me like a long time ago. That when I was healing, that I wasn't getting the achievement kill count for the secret warrior. Oh, if if you want the kill count, you don't want to heal to get secret warrior. I mean, to I mean, it's one thing to just want to finish the dailies or whatever. Thing, but if you're actually trying to rack up achievement kills, you should play a DPS. Yeah, you will get your 10,000. Yeah, a whole bunch yeah. of PvPers have actually switched from healing to DPS in order to get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I did. Uh, and it took me it took me nearly three years to get my 10,000 kill achievement. <laughs> nice. Mamalus as well, and she can vouch for that in chat. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. told me so. This is why a lot of healers are a bit annoyed as well with Funcom because we have no healing achievements. Yeah, there should be more healing achievements, like the secret healer or something. I mean, it's just we have no we have no achievements for healing. And uh, no, we've all it's all kill achievements. So as healers, we've all had to swap to 
playing DPS at some point, um, and 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 then go back to, to to healing once we've got an achievement. So. And the thing is, you know what I do when we have, say, uh, three healers uh, for two groups, I'll switch to leech. Um, so I still feel like I'm contributing as a DPS more, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially when we're a capping facility, you know, you don't really oh. need, go ahead. Um, I'm sorry, cause this is not really on topic. Just speaking of facility, I somehow missed the part of the update that the gates can be repaired now. Yeah, but sometimes it doesn't work. Oh, okay. it, it bugged out for us. I don't know if you guys have experienced that. Um, there's a big circle uh, that well, the, the, glows. The yeah, that glows in front, and five of the players of the faction who own the facility need to stand within that circle for a, a number. Thirty seconds. Uh, Thirty seconds. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they're basically repairing the gate. And uh, as it turns green, the gate is repaired, you can move away. The only problem is today, we were trying to repair the East facility uh, and the thing just couldn't, we couldn't do anything with it. Nothing, <laughs> we just so, stood there for such a long time. So, so th there's a few things, right? If, if the custodian is engaged inside, it will not repair. And I think it might even be if there's anyone of an enemy no. faction even within the... Nothing. Within, ...past the gate that it won't go. No, we calm that facility top to bottom unless uh -huh. we seriously missed it. But there was like... I kid you not, there was between seven and ten of us just combing the facility right through, going from one side to the other, going, you know, from, we just couldn't find that person if it was there, and uh, there was no one there but our custodian. The fight had finished, so I was like, what the hell is going on? I even petitioned it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know, this does not look good. Yeah, because the patch notes, yeah. Disabled when a hostile player or underdog custodian is inside the gate or within close proximity outside the gate. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, and the world domination buff. Uh, Jag, you wanna you wanna explain how that works? Because it benefits uh, everyone, PVEers included. World domination or total domination? Total very domination, different things. sorry. Well you can explain both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, world domination has been in the game since launch, so hopefully people understand that. Um, total domination, basically... Oh, I have it right now, actually. Fun. Uh, good job, dragons. Uh, so, <laughs> I'll, ju I'll just read the tooltip out loud then. Uh, your faction has dominated Fusang projects and is now the dominant faction. Current bonuses from facilities. Increases direct damage you deal by 10%. Increases all heal, barrier, and leech effects by 10%. XP gained from monster kills increased by 50%. Increases the amount of black bullion gained when gaining bullion by 4. Increases the amount of marks of the pantheon gained when gaining marks of the pantheon by 2. And that will last for 30 minutes. So people that's will right. want that buff. Yeah, that's why when you see an event 
being advertised for food saying you get your little butts in there and you make sure that your faction wins and then you go on a killing spree or you know you <laughs> do whatever it is that you want to do and then you end up getting increased number of everything in, including damage and healing but a lot of people will be wanting uh, the black bullion and uh, mobs most importantly and I think it's quite generous that you get mobs increased uh, by two so that's that's not like two per one you gain that's like anytime so like in dungeons for instance you only get mops off of the final boss or if you do a quest you get mops on the turn in or whatever it's well depending on the quest I think so it's like you'll get two on top of 15 or something so um, it's not so I wonder though do you get like if you save all you don't send your uh, reports in so you don't gain anything right and then you save them for when your faction is dominant you'll get and two you get extra per per report that has there you pantheon go. marks in it so yeah. that's how you that a- get more wasn't there an issue with submitting the reports that you had to submit them as they kept as they come up? Wasn't there an issue with some stacking? Because you can so only have it like y- three reports, y- right? Y- no, you can have, you can have many more than that, but you can yep. only have so many of the same mission reports. That that's yes. what that's what's a small limit. So like you can only have like a, let's take a facility or a Fusan quest for instance, facility offense. You could only have it's two or three of those saved before you'd have to turn those in but you could have you could do every mission in the game i think and have like the reports for all of those saved up i think it's only like mamala says seven yeah it's yeah it's, it's capped okay yeah but even that is good hello yeah <laughs> pretty sure it's more than seven i thought it was like 15 at least maybe i'm wrong now but I'm see well, i'm gonna check it out See, and I thought it was like five. I just remember learning it the hard way one uh, one world event when I was running around killing everything and not putting oh, yeah. stuff in, and suddenly I realized I was missing missions and I didn't get my golem bags. Yeah, I mean, the thing with total domination is it's nice. I just, I don't know if it will really be the incentive Funcom thinks it'll be in the long run, at least. All right, so there's another, the last thing to talk about uh, with the Fusang update are the events. There's two new events, Anima Surge and Supply Drop. Anima Surge, from what I've seen, pretty straightforward. Everyone gets it. Everyone immediately, you know, bolts for where they need to be in order to either take the facility or to defend it. Supply Drop is what confuses the heck out of everybody because they don't know what to expect where does it drop like how does it look like what the heck is it you know can you guys shed some light on that i Uh, haven't actually seen one yet so it's over to you (laughs) (laughs) so it's literally like a little box on the ground like a wooden box that it's glowy of the faction color that it technically belongs to um and it will not show up on the map until somebody i believe either picks it up or an enemy maybe no i don't think it shows up if if, it shows up for your faction if your faction picks it up um but i think it shows up 
where it is on the map if an enemy faction attacks it on the ground. Um, but the other, so, and then you want to run it to a facility you own, bring it inside, you put it right next to the, the, the console inside of the facility, and it will give your facility lots of special things. So, question about um, the little gadgets that we have at our respective uh, HQs in Fuseng, uh, Animal Wall, not Animal Walls, but the faction ones. Um, today, I tried to upgrade one of the turrets, and apparently yeah. that's bugged. So that's it, been bugged. <laughs> it's well. So no, the tur the so I made a post of the about this on Tesla. Uh, the upgrades work um, for the turrets and the custodians. Um, they all work, but the the thing with the max health upgrades, that's the only thing that sort of is bugged. Um, it will increase the base max health, but after it's been attacked, some it will only regen when out of com it'll only regen its health out, out of combat up to its default non-upgraded health level. Yeah, so but I was trying to upgrade the damage. Did you start with a QL or a tier one and then a yeah. tier two and then a tier Yeah. Okay, I did that two it days ago and saying, it worked. He just kept saying that um, I'm only allowed to do this on a friendly turret. <laughs> he kept looking around and was like, I'm in front of my freaking faction. <laughs> Where else should I be? Should I go for the, you know... I can very well upgrade uh, a turret that's shooting at me. <laughs> Clearly, so he's been disowned by your me. faction, Antita. Yeah, I know, right? And all I'm gonna go test day. this in Fusang because I did this a couple <laughs> days ago. I still, I still have the 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 the, the, the gadgety thingies. What are they called? Yeah, turret Wait, damage upgrade. Oh. Tier one, two, and three. Well, well, Jack's checking that out. Um, the messages that are coming up, I know that uh, I, I don't often see them coming up. I know that they flash up, but there was some suggestion that maybe they should last just a little bit longer. Yeah, they go the away so quickly. The mess, the messages that come up announcing events. They need to be bigger letters. They need yeah. to be different yeah. colors because if you are not looking at the chat at that particular time it doesn't matter where you are what you're in especially if you're like in the middle of a boss fight or you know if you're you may not even be on that tab at all the pvp tab it it just it does not it's not visible it comes, it's not up visible. In the PvP, it comes up in the PvP tab, doesn't can it? We, can't we well, have it like so it, as it, it as it just kind of flashes over the screen like what we have when servers are going to go offline? That would get super annoying for most of the population who doesn't care at all about oh, it. Come that's, well, that, that is come But I'm serious. Like, like, I, they I would, would benefit love that. from it. I would Hello? love that, but... A lot of people would highly, highly dislike that. How many, how but, many messages do we see flash across the screen that way in TSW? Yeah, but only we're, those. We're... Sorry, only I'm those I'm... for um, restart or update or whatever when servers are going to go offline. So to have that, come I on. agree with you. But we're very sensitive 
because there's a lot of people who might get a little bit annoyed at seeing PvP messages yeah, coming up on the that's, screen. That's the thing. The people in TSW who want nothing to do with PvP really want nothing to do with PvP. Okay, how about this? We have we have something that, you know, when you start the game, do you want to benefit from anything that happens in PvP? Yes or no? If you do not, then you don't get all well, of the XP, extra XP, extra black bullying. <laughs> well, let's take that away. Because that you know, people think kindly of PvP. Um, well, maybe well, the no, but at least they'll they'll be more appreciative of what happens in Fusen. Because part of the thing now is people are encouraged to get into Fusen to do well in Fusen for their own faction, so that their entire faction can benefit. So it's not just a handful of you know players who are currently in Fusang, it's the whole freaking faction. Well so the, so the that, consolidation that, does give you a pop up though, doesn't it? Yeah, so total domination and yeah. consolid that that is that is an actual pop up on your screen, right? But the events, the supply drop and the anima surge are not big pop ups because those those does that doesn't affect anyone or benefit anyone outside of Fusang, right? That is that is purely an in Fusang thing. Um but, I mean, at least personally, I have my PvP updates, chat listings in my dragon, in the dragon tab of my chat box, because I really only care about those when I'm in Fusang, and that's where I need to be when I'm in Fusang, so... I okay, would be like, a terrible, terrible game dev. You don't want it, you don't get it. <laughs> well, here, here's, a, here's a solution, okay? Make it bigger, but have the option to turn it off in the interface for people who don't want it. Is that even there. possible? Yeah, but then if they don't want it, they don't get the additional um, well, don't like want bullion the, and mobs the, and... I, well, I mean, like, that don't want to see the message, I guess. Well, I no, know. no, 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 nah, nah. It's either all or nothing. I'm with Auntie doing that. <laughs> <laughs> see, Mental has, has a good point that we haven't touched upon. Uh, his concern is that a pre-made group, like uh, what we've seen before in ED, will now basically just farm Fusang instead of staying in either Stonehenge or ED. I, I would come back there. I, I I was a little bit concerned about that as well. But Fusang, you can't join as an as a pre made. Well, you, you can, can. Yeah, no, no, you can. You can group up and all queue individually to go into Fusang. It doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're all going to get into Fusang together. Especially well, well, no, but see, see, that's the thing. You, you can group queue if you're Fusang if you're in a group. I, no, you can group queue, but you, you won't need to always go get into Fusang right now. It's all green. Well, yeah, but, but what <laughs> oh, I'm saying wow. is, sorry. You, you, you can <laughs> go, group queue, but you, you won't get in. Your group won't get in until there's Space. X number of spaces, no, and, no, and your group um, has X number of people. I would disagree with that actually, Jack, because I've got in. I've got in when I've, we've we've been in a group and we've all queued for Fusang. Because we've come out of another group, we've come out of another um, Stone End or something, and we've got in individual pops. We've not all necessarily got in together. So then, then you're all solo queued for it. Um, like I say, I'm not entirely convinced about that. I need to test that out. But the the, the prevalence here, um, I think what we're trying to say, mental, is that there's less chance of a of a pre made in there. Then well, but so it, so here's the thing, right? I mean, 
What happens in Fusang is... Stays in Fusang. Yeah. <laughs> I quit. Um, <laughs> no, no, but basically what happens is you'll have good fights, it'll be fairly even, right? And then uh, one faction will end up kind of pushing the other factions out, people of the other factions will leave, the dominant faction will stay, and then they'll still be in there, and, and they'll be like 15, and the other factions will be 2 and 3, and then the other factions maybe I'll go in as a dragon and I'll see, okay, well this is no good and so I'll send a bunch of tells out to my dragon PvP friends and we'll go and they'll fill the map and then I mean it's You can't <sighs> no, I'm not entirely convinced that pre made's a problem in first time. That's what I'm I saying, what it's you, not. Yeah, and, and yeah, because it's it's ever it's it's a con constant rotating it's not like an like a, a, a mini game that starts and stops. Um, Fusang's constantly rotating and... Oh, you're yeah. going to get sick of it eventually if there's not competition, yeah. Well, maybe that's a good thing, though, if if the people who are constantly farming Edie and Stonehenge, it'll give a chance for newer players to experience Edie and Stonehenge without, like, going up against premates. But, but see, that's not going to happen because people still go to Edie and Stonehenge. Yeah, they, they, that's they my just, hope and they, dreams. They just queue from inside a Fusang. Yeah, that's true. The only thing is, I really wish that once you queue for something, uh, for ED or Stonehenge and you're in Fusang, once you get in there and get out, don't freaking zone me all the way back in Agartha. Just put me back in Fusang. I know that's not going to happen, but it's annoying. <laughs> well, there was another there was another thing as well about, um, for a while you can queue for an, other mini games in Fusang. Um, uh, and then that was changed back to being able to queue for other mini games in Fusang. The problem with that is that you can be, especially as a healer, healing somebody, tanking a custodian, and you get a pop for Stonehenge or, or El Dorado, and you disappear and they die. Okay, um, but so, but so, what I'm going to say to that is that is a a worthy downside to like having people who might otherwise be pre-mating for Eldorado and Stonehenge queue from inside of Fusang. I, th I think that's totally worth it. I think Purity for, for... actually suggested that years ago, that the only way to get into ED and Stonehenge was through Fusang. That would be my dream too, but, you know, Funcom disagrees. That, that, was, that was a suggestion that was made. Um, I think Purity made that in the forums that, that you could only get into... To, um, to the mini games via Fusang. Uh, and so turret upgrades work. So, so are are like with with Fusang? Is there like new things? Like, what's the turret upgrades thingies? Oh, those have been there forever. Okay. Um, uh, is there any like new items with no, like Fusang? Okay. Nothing new like that. Although one thing is, so the, you know how they already buffed up the damage, health, and everything of of the turrets and custodians, right? Yeah. So. So I was um, in, I was defending South Facility the other day as a dragon, and we had gotten a supply drop and we had brought it to South, so we had the turret on the inside too, right? And then we fully upgraded the Custodian to Tier 3 everything, and we upgraded the inside turret to Tier 3 everything, and literally that makes it 
impossible for anyone to take because oh wow because the, the custodian already dishes so much damage right you upgrade that by 30 percent it dishes even more damage you have the turret in there that dishes a lot of damage you upgrade that's damage it's you're just people just get shredded which is pretty amusing because it makes your facility pretty much immune except to a very large zerg for two hours which is nice and it lasts for two hours, right? Uh, the upgrades last for two hours okay. before they're gone. Um, the supply drop turret will be there until it's destroyed. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. So maybe, hopefully, um... waste your bullion and packs on the upgrades, guys. It's fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> do that. Hopefully, maybe since the new Fusings drop, that maybe Funcom can focus on the health glitch, even though you know it's been there for a while. Well, here's I, I, hoping. So I, I'm less yeah. concerned. I know I don't heal much, but even when I do heal, I'm less concerned about HP bars being bogged than there being no raid window, right? Because that's the real thing. Because because you can you can fix HP bars, right? You can't you can't fix no raid window. Yeah, raid and window might be a priority. How long yeah, has that been broken? It's it. it breaks on and off for years okay. now um, but it happened recently and it feels like and the issue with that is it normally doesn't get fixed the at least last time we know last known thing is Funcom doesn't have an internal instant fix for that it's just whenever the server gets restarted again so in Fusang if you're a healer but you're in a group by yourself but then there's a group another group of five DPS and tanks you don't you can't heal them at all. Yeah. Not not only does your fired up not heal them, you can't even like target them to heal them. Alright. So we'll definitely keep an eye on PvP and Fusang in general. Um or I should say especially Fusang. And uh we'll definitely be going into Fusang a lot more. Uh me personally because I find it to be a fun place to be. Um if you're getting bored with something else in game, come check it out. You never know. That's how I started, <laughs> and I've been going in more and more. So, uh, if you have questions, do ask them. Do join the in-game PvP chat. It's just simply PvP. So, chat join forward slash chat join PvP. Alrighty. So, in other news, what have we had? We haven't been on for like the last two weeks. And during those two weeks, we've actually had a new addition to the item shop. Um, auxiliary yeah. weapon molds uh, have been added um, that you can purchase uh, and you can actually gift to other people. And we have the expanded gifting now, uh, which includes clothing. Finally. Woohoo. Now all we need to wait for is the gifted uh, issues. Yeah, even <laughs> if we even if we can't like we can't gift um, uh, points, or maybe they can figure out how to. It's uh, one or the other. One yeah. or the other. As long as we can gift uh, content in one way or another to someone else uh, in game, that would be freaking awesome so hopefully um as they've said before um on our show as well on the streaming ones um which by the way are happening tomorrow um they are 
slowly going to be working on uh, expanding what you can gift uh, from the item store. So hopefully, fingers crossed, um, gifting content is not that far off. Maybe could we, like, should we dare to hope that it might happen for Christmas? Yes. Wouldn't that be awesome? I, I would. That would be good timing. Hope. So, okay, I mentioned the streaming once. Um, new dev stream was announced uh, for tomorrow, Friday 19th, at the regular time, 3 p.m. EST. Uh, you probably noticed on the picture, uh, Scrib is uh, marked with AFK, so I wonder yeah. who that's going to be. <laughs> He's uh, still AFK forever. Yeah. <laughs> But did, did anybody catch last couple of weeks? Because I, I was at work. The last dev stream that they did. I watched it, but a while back. That think, one was it. Fusang. <laughs> no, the, no, the no, last dev stream. The, the last one was when they ran through the black house, wasn't it? They were yeah, and, yeah. And, they talked, and they talked about Fusang. Uh, I think it was like an hour, an hour and a minute into the stream, because I posted it on the PvP forum. Oh, ah, that's, that's okay. Good. Um, I do. I would like to thank Funcom again for. Um, announcing the winner to the june mission chronicles uh it it really was an honor to uh ratatat um for getting their work out there because they did that last i think it was a couple yeah. Fridays ago. yeah yeah so that was nice and they were just back from their holidays yes well. just like we are now <laughs> So talk about the streaming once and talk about Scriv. Um, one of you was asking before we started the show if it's been announced who the new uh, lead writer is. It has well, not it been hasn't. announced, but still the job posting was up two days ago and now it is not. So there's something wait. for you. We, we got to know who it is and I hope that they like are super receptive to the community because we just want to love them. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to present them at the streaming ones and be like, here's your new lead writer. <laughs> Or they're just uh, going to shelter the poor person for a while. Be like, like, we don't want to, no, 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 we don't want to expose you, Jesse. I, I, <laughs> you know, I would imagine they would shelter them, kind of like anonymous systems guy. Um, as very, I'm sure, remembers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, as much as the lead writer is loved, I mean, filling Scrooge shoes is a pretty big deal, and I'm sure there's plenty of the community who would jump down somebody's throat given the opportunity. Oh, God. So... Hey, Jin, you might butt dial that lead writer, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Hey, give me your Skype. Uh, I want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> so just know when you're badly. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to blow sunshine up our proverbial arses, but having played, having been in another game, doing some PvP, this is a pretty okay community, <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen what's going on, and I, I'm, I have played PvP in other games before, but I've obviously become quite acclimatized to four years of this community. Um, where it's actually quite mature. So having gone into another game and PvP'd, um, it was a bit of a culture shock. So um, yeah. I, I think we're actually quite okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll be fine. That's how I feel with the game that must not be named. I've been looking at that for a while. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. Now, 
what do you guys think because well we all know that the halloween is coming and christmas is coming and you know all kinds of goodies are coming probably some new stuff that might make appearance this year as well uh, that has not been announced yet so probably they're gonna start teasing us with that sometime end of september um or in september oh. but one thing that everybody wants to know is what's happening with the new content update are we gonna see issue 16 what's it gonna be see what do you think I don't think issue 16 is going to be book two yet. I think it's just going to be continuation of what's it, what like Egypt and stuff like that. Well, not in Egypt, but you know, like tying up um, the places, like they said on dev streams mm -hmm. previously. So, um, I don't know. But maybe when? <laughs> That's the question that we all want to know because there's no question about it. Uh, last few issues have been well. Last issue was well received. It was completely new. Uh, new instances made. Um, people raved on about it, just like they do <laughs> with uh, just yeah. about any issue, right? But the question and is, when do we get a new one? I don't know, maybe they'll they'll say something uh, you know tomorrow. But Griff Griff has something to say too. <laughs> Griff just remembered that the other thing they announced last streaming ones was the next uh, clothing pack coming, I assume in another bag. Oh yeah. That yes. is 80s themed. And we get roller skates and I'm happy. How long have we been <laughs> waiting for those? Since, well we like, kinda knew that they're they're gonna be coming out. Yeah. Um, they were teased before um, whether they meant to or not is an entirely different matter but <laughs> we kind of knew um, so but it is cool it is cool and a lot of people because <laughs> like we said we have a mature community uh, here and that's not to say that we're old because we're not um, yeah we are but <laughs> speak for yourself girl I'm not okay <laughs> but yeah but those no, some some of that cl clothing. Oh man, even I didn't wear some of that. <laughs> I used to see my my uh, cousins, older cousins, be like that, and I'm like, wow, that's a lot of makeup. <laughs> but yeah, hey, it's uh, it's definitely something that's uh, struck a note with a lot of the community members and players, and they are absolutely loving it. Yeah, people want to join uh, roller derby teams now, like I see Lee, so that's, that was hilarious to see. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll believe that when it happens, when uh, the new bike came out, um, I know. Just everybody was like, oh, we're going to have races and whatnot. Bullshit. Not even one that I can that's remember. Sad, yeah. yeah. So people can say all they want. Oh, we're gonna have this. Yeah, sure. We can. It but you know happen. what? I can. I, 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 I did. I did one horse race when the horses came out. Jet <laughs> along Agartha. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we both had sprint six. Yeah. Can, can I just say mounts in PvP and Fusang are a bit ridiculous looking. I'm sorry, but seeing a Templar in his full tank gear on a pink moped is, is, <laughs> That's is the best part. Crack it's the best part. Oh, although on the flip side of that on the flip side of that, seeing a Lumi DPS on like a hoverboard kinda makes sense. 
Yeah. I, I'm sorry, yeah. I've seen a lot of them on horses. Uh, get in the last horses. couple of days. Get horses out of PvP. Somebody it's like you're gonna hurt no. like, a horse. <laughs> get it the hell out. I don't know why you would, because the turning is not as good exactly. with exactly. the sprints. That's why I don't use them as often yeah. as you uh -huh. think. Ditto. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. You cannot... Movement is, is severely I, hindered if you're, on a, if you're that, on a mount. I should mention that is fair for realism. Like, a horse cannot turn as fast as I can on my feet, but... <laughs> Well, like I said, a, a Templar in Tangier in a pink moped screaming down Fusang past the facility just, it was like, really? <laughs> hey, that's going to be priceless when we have, uh, whatchamacallit, um, yeah, but you don't get your own sprint, right? I'm just thinking Lord of Misrule. If you become one. Oh, God, oh man, can you imagine now with merged Balgrave? I really hope that Fuseng does well. I really genuinely do. Because it's going to be absolutely fantastic. It can turn into a potential, like, holy frack uh, mess up <laughs> uh, yeah. for Halloween. But seeing how the community reacted before even the very first time uh, that lord of misrule was introduced into pvp uh, i think it's going to be absolutely hilarious and it's going to be fantastic and people are going to have a big party in there wasn't lord of misrule um the winner one yeah something like that it's yeah, yeah. it's not halloween it's uh, yeah it's in his santa suit yeah yeah the krampus one yeah, yeah, that 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 too. <laughs> but like speaking of which, like since the lead game writer hasn't been announced, we don't know if there's going to be new Halloween content. But we're hoping uh, that there is going to be new Halloween content. And if there's not, well, we're still going to hope. <laughs> well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they start teasing us with something uh, tomorrow on the streaming ones. That, that'd be awesome, because that's almost like, you know, hey, they're going to be coming up with something soon. <laughs> I don't know. Instead of, like, new content for Halloween, I'd really love to see something like the first Halloween event with the cats and the Templar and everything and Stonehenge. Something that, like... See, they, like, you're talking to devs on that. They, they were, uh, like, thinking about that, but something to that magnitude, they kind of learned their lesson on. And it... It, it sort of made them not want to do it again because of that. If if that makes sense, I, like I, I don't, I don't see what the magnitude is. Really. I, like I would, I would have they, to get they, them to explain it to you because I they, can't they, explain they it just, They just tracked Stonehenge wins, which they track over the course of a period of time, and then the faction that won the most in that amount but, of time, um, like got talking something special. Talking to community manager uh, Bendit, he he. Um, they said they they did want to do stuff like that, but it's it's such a huge undertaking to do. Yeah. So I'm not sure. And see, last year's Halloween content, it was just a ferry for the park content because it was just like really one mission to ferry into the park for Lorraine, and so we don't know what's going to come up so far. So maybe they they can do a whole new world event, but they they do they have said in the past that they they were thinking about doing you know different world events like that. But it, well, it's, it, I, it's... I, my only thing with the world events, I think the the thing that Jack was saying about 
the the te the fact that the Templars won it the very first year probably was largely down to the fact that Templars were the most populated yeah. faction. And at that point in time, I don't think people were alting as much as they do now. So it, it, it was a bit <laughs> skewed. I, I all, all I really meant by it was I want something to reintroduce some faction competition kind of thing. Yeah, they, yeah they but would, not based yeah. on numbers, Jag. Exactly. Yeah. No, I know. But, yeah. but, but so... I mean, Stonehenge only pops if there's at least four people of each faction. So, I mean, unless you're pre-mating it all the time. But, I don't know. It wasn't necessarily... I don't think it was the Stonehenge games. It, it, it was. That, that, that's what uh, the cats were. No, the cats were in a different Stonehenge. It was a PvE Stonehenge instance. Yeah, it was It was a cat god instance. Yes, yeah. but I'm pretty sure they tracked which faction won the most... PvP Stonehenge matches because it's related. Like it was the whole Stonehenge thing. And, um, well, if they did, if they did, I, I, I don't know that because. Um, that, that's my understanding of it. Well, it right. was, it was okay. the very like first original event that they had done. Yeah, but wouldn't it be fantastic if at the end of the day, at the end of the year, they do something like that on the. F Funcom level on the dev team level where they announce special PvP PvE event. Uh, so it doesn't matter what you play, PvP, PvE. It does happen in PvP because that's the only place that you can uh, fight as a faction versus faction. Uh, so they do track wins, who wins most uh, in ED in Stonehenge, in, um, they, they, in Fusang? No, not Fusang. I've, I've actually, talking to Andy about trying to organize Fusang events in the past, they it's, they don't track it's, Okay, much yeah. All right. So, Fusang, so Stonehenge. forget Fusang. Uh, I don't know how it would work, so I'm just throwing it out there. So they would basically track which faction gets the most kills, which faction has the most kills, and they basically award it's once a year they award something fantastic whether it be piece of clothing for the winning faction for the overall faction uh, something that kind of distinguishes uh, those people so whoever kind of I don't know if they can track people who go in there um, you know so some it would just be to me it would be a lot of fun to do because yeah. then every faction would try to get you know into Stonehenge or into El Dorado as much as possible in order to try and help um, with uh, with the wins and then you get a fantastic prize so once a year you know yeah know, just throwing it out there but I mean, anyway it, it could be possible um it just would take a lot of investment, I would assume. I don't know how much of it they can actually track. Because if they can't, then it would require a lot of work on their part, which probably they wouldn't be able to do right now. Um, but if there is some sort of a way to track, and I presume that there is because, well, we have uh, the Chronicle, which does uh, take note of things like that. 
then it shouldn't be as far-fetched. That's how, that's my train of thought. But anyway, all right. So that's it for tonight, folks. We've talked mainly about uh, Fusang and PvP. So if you don't like PvP, yeah, sorry, but that's what's been happening in the game. (laughs) We we haven't announced the the winner yet, have we? Duh. <laughs> yeah, like, but before we do that, um, there there is uh, three contests going on. Um, I will put it all in the the Twitch chat. The Happy Tentacle Radio contest is going on until August thirty first. Our Beyond the Veil contest is going on until the 29th, I think. Yeah, or was it extended? Yes, 29th. Okay, twenty ninth, and then there's a Saints and Sinners September Art Contest coming up that people should totally check out so there's still a lot of contests going on that's right and our contest is uh pretty cool um we named it uh, very creatively devs sign your art so what is that about uh in order to enter the contest you need to create an original piece of some sort of tsw artwork sky's the limit here uh anything and everything goes as long as it's something to do with TSW, monsters, NPCs, locations, you name it. Um, It has to be your original work, and it has to be obviously related to TSW. Um, It it should be original in a sense that you can have entered it in a previous competition or published it already. Um, There's uh, minimum dimensions uh, that we need you to submit Um, and you can only submit one entry. Um, Deadline was initially August 15th but because we have been on vacation for two weeks um, we felt well you know a lot of players uh, haven't heard about it or you know they've been themselves away and then they haven't heard about it well now we're back so we decided to extend it uh, for that reason because we took two weeks off um so you can can one of you post the link yes I from the forum on the tsw on the twitch stream please thank you um so you can um enter it like uh, jin said till august 29th at EST midnight. Um, you can send in your submission to our email beyond tsw at gmail.com. You can send us a download link uh, to the file that you're submitting. And uh, just please put in your name, your full name, not an in game name, the real one. Because uh, if you win, the prize will be uh, sent out to the person who submitted the entry and you'll be contacted uh, for a full mailing address. Now, as for the prizes, they're pretty cool. Um, what will happen is the artwork that ends up winning will be printed by us um, as a poster and will be signed by the development team. So having that in mind it's going to take probably a couple of months before it actually gets to you maybe even more but look on the bright side at least you'll be getting a nice christmas present (laughs) um you'll also be getting um tsw print autographed by joshua deach uh we will also print that one out uh you get a choice of one of the tsw issues posters so you know how every issue has um has a poster well you can pick one and we'll print it out and again the development team will sign it 
you will receive one of those cool TSW cocktail glasses, uh, our Beyond the Veil in-game t-shirt, and you will receive three faction dog tags. Now, all those are absolutely fantastic and vast majority of them are one of a kind. So if you have, you know, even if you can't really draw, but draw stick figures, you can get humorous. You never know what can win. Um, we'll announce the judges um, probably next week. We'll we'll see that, um, and uh, yeah, we'll announce the winner uh, on our show, which is happening on the first of September. So August 29th um, is your cutoff date. So you basically have another like 11, 12 days to go. All right. And now for the competition for, I should say, contact, contest that has ended on July 31st, uh, we had uh, Joshua Deach on our show and he asked you guys to answer the question correctly in order to win his autographed TSW print. The question was, what is the name of the person who animated the scarecrows on Solomon Island? Tun tun tun. Any one of you guys know? No, I don't even know. What, what's the answer? Oh, come on. I know, I'm terrible and yeah. Archibald. Old Archie, Archie oh. Henderson. Okay. <laughs> Who's that? So, okay, you need to. Oh my to God! Just go Google. <laughs> go away. Go away. <laughs> well, that's that's the dude who animated the scarecrows. Yeah. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, you so. sassy piece of thing, Griff. <laughs> <laughs> of course she is. Now. Uh -huh. <laughs> We've had a number of entries, and uh, by the RNG, by the way of RNG, and trust me, it was a very, very funny RNG. Um, but fair. Trust but us, fair. it was fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, winner is someone whose name is Lethos Titan. Or could it be Lithos Titan? I'm hope something Titan. <laughs> something Titan, yes. <laughs> congratulations. So congrats to you. You have won a print, TSW print, um, that will be autographed by Joshua D. JK's Krivnamancer. Uh, we will be in touch, well, I'll be in touch uh, with you via email to let you know that you have won. And uh, I'll actually give you the option of um, choosing uh, which uh, TSW print you would like to have Scriv sign. So congrats to you and uh, thank you all for submitting your entries. Thank you all for playing. There's been a, uh, a few people who have submitted the wrong answer. So I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, it's not the fog <laughs> uh, that did it. It was Archie Henderson. So as long as you answered either Archie or Archibald Henderson, uh, it was considered to be the correct answer and you were put into our draw. 
Once again, thank you all for playing all of our contests. Uh, you still have, like I said, uh, like what, 11 days, 12 days uh, in order to create some sort of uh, TSW related artwork in order to win absolutely fantastic prizes. Deadline August 29th and we'll announce the winner on September 1st. All right, so that's it from our gang for tonight. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoy everything that's new in the game. Uh, hope you're looking forward to new things that are going to be coming up in the game. Do watch the streaming once tomorrow. Uh, you never know, they might, Tilty might decide to throw, throw another Tilties in there at the very end. So do keep on checking that even if you don't uh, have the ability to watch it live you can always go to twitch.tv forward slash funcom and then just uh, go under past broadcasts and you'll be able to watch it later on when you're able to so until next week thursday 7 p.m right here on twitch.tv forward slash with media this is beyond the veil the secret world signing off see you guys